Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hi, Monica. Hey, Monica. You are listening to Dear Progressor, a monthly episode full of notes from your fellow progressors of the About Progress community. Hello, my friends. I am so excited to be bringing this special episode to you today. It is officially our May Dear Progressor, even though we are airing this the first week of June, I knew that you would forgive me for not getting this out there sooner. Um, But the good news is, is because we were able to wait a couple more days, we're able to get a few more notes from the progressors that I know you need to hear from today. So what is really different and awesome about this particular episode, this Dear Progressor episode is that every single submission has to do with our theme from May, honor your health. And we talk a lot about how to learn how to better honor our bodies and think about nutrition differently and heal our relationship with our bodies. And that month in particular really struck a chord with so many women across our community. Yes, but also abroad from our community. And I am grateful to you for sharing about all the episodes that were especially poignant and helpful and revolutionary for you. And so because of that, all of our notes are 
about this topic. And I think it's the perfect way to really wrap up what we learned together all month long. I know this that theme was something that I really needed. And it has seemed like you really needed it too. Whenever we get to hear from quote unquote regular women in this community, and I say that in quotes because nobody is regular and normal and and ordinary, but whenever we get to hear from quote unquote regular women from this from this community, I'm always just flattened with gratitude and appreciation, as well as being humbled by the voices that are here and just the caliber of women who are showing up and taking part in this community. And even if you have never had the courage to, or time even to submit a Dear Progressor note, I know that you, you are that kind of woman too. So before we go into sharing our Dear Progressor notes, I am going to tell you what has been happening around the Packer household for the last two months since our last Dear Progressor episode. So let's do that segment first. I'll just hop right into it. Okay, the first thing that has been on a lot of people's minds, which makes me really happy that you guys care about this, is when are you going to move into your house that you've been working on for almost a year? Well, we officially know that we have a mid-ish July date. So we are very excited. We have our pod scheduled to arrive um, from California. I have been buying lots of things from Facebook Marketplace and local thrift stores and some that are not from thrift stores too. Uh, and it's been really uh, interesting. I, I We've been so excited to move in and it's been a lot of decisions right and left, like constant decisions, but I've honestly enjoyed the design process and it's been fun to try to collect some treasures gradually for our home. I'm going to have to do a lot of work to refinish a lot of the things I bought. Um, including a lot of things I was lucky enough to inherit from my grandma, like her piano, which I'm not going to touch. I'm not going to refinish that to her old dining table, which I actually do need to sand down because it's been worn down in a lot of ways. Um, so mid-July, fingers and toes crossed that that is coming. Beyond that, I know I've told you recently that we've just been in survival mode and I don't want this segment to be me complaining because I know that we all share similar struggles right now. So I'll just say... The Packer home has been in survival mode for well over a year, but the effects really, I feel like, caught up to me in April and May. And, uh, you know, with my kids, you know, they, many ways, like some kids are improving in ways that we've been really working on, but just trying to keep up with homeschooling and doing the renovation and working and uh, it's it's been a lot and I just have to honor that it's been hard but we're almost done with homeschooling um two of my kids have finished most of their curriculum and we just have a little bit left and it, you know some days it's been like just do the curriculum and we don't do anything else and that's okay and other days we do the whole thing but we are getting through it so to help us kind of escape this survival mode, we went to St. George and we went to Logan as well. And uh, it was just nice to skip homeschool for a week and, and have some fun. Um, and on kind of a sad note, a bummer note, one of my kids has been having some pretty major health problems lately. So we have been to a lot of doctors and we had an initial diagnosis, but things don't seem to be totally lining up. So she, uh, this is my daughter. She's not in immediate danger, you know, um, and a lot of blood tests ruled out some really scary things, but it looks like we still have a long road ahead of us and a lot to figure out and a lot of advocating, which um, we've had a lot of practice in with our kids, but 
it, it, it's kind of daunting in some ways. It's one of those things I'm like, okay, Monica, you need to, you need to step up and do this again and fight and advocate and help her. So that's been a big thing that's been coming up. And I think that about wraps it up. I, I, I love sharing about what's been going on in our lives. Uh, for some reason, it seems like you guys care about that and I appreciate it. I'm glad I don't have to share about this every single episode so I don't bore you to tears, but I appreciate you asking and caring about us and our family and me. And I really hope that you feel that is reciprocated because it absolutely is. It's now time to hear the notes that were submitted from our fellow progressors. You are going to love these so, so much. And I just want to preemptively thank every single woman who was able to create the time to share their thoughts with us. It does not go unnoticed or unappreciated. Just what a difference this makes, both for me and for the broader community. So thank you. Hey, Monica, Michaela here. I just wanted to say, first of all, you're amazing. Thank you for taking on these super complex topics about our bodies and learning to heal our relationships with them. I have loved your work and your outspokenness about this the whole time I've listened to your podcast. And I love that this theme this month is all about this healing with our bodies. So I wanted to share some of the things that have impacted me in your podcast over the past year for the better, for change for the better. And I also wanted to share a poem that I wrote as a result of learning how to love my body and see her as this gift that she is. So I wanted to start by saying about a year ago, maybe a little more, you had a Dear Progressor episode and a woman named Amy Geis submitted a song that she wrote called Pain. And I have listened to that song on repeat over the past year because I related to it so hard. I heard her song and the those that haven't listened to it, the battle she has between all these different shaming voices she feels about her body. Um, and I just related to it. I thought that is me. That's what I've gone through. And I guarantee every woman that listens to this podcast has experienced that at some time, if not still experiencing it. So I loved that song and wanted to shout out and say, thank you, Amy, for writing that beautiful work and helped me to start examining more closely why am I struggling with appreciating or even understanding or even wanting to appreciate, even having that wish, like you talked about in your Anna Packard episode this week, to like her. And some of the other episodes that you've produced uh, talking about intuitive eating really helped me. I went and read the book and was like, oh my goodness, this is why I'm struggling so hard and why I'm at war with food and why I eat all the things when I'm not on a diet, when I am on a diet, all I can think about is food. That Reading that book and applying its principles has helped me heal so much. And I heard about it first from you. Uh, Lexi Kite, a few months ago, oh my goodness, her mantra she has with her sister, my body is an instrument, not an ornament. What a beautiful way to frame looking at our bodies. That's helped me change so much. And then uh, just the episode I listened to today, uh, your interview with Anna Packard, something she said added even more layers to this healing for me. She talked about going through her infertility and then as a result of a pregnancy ended up in an emergency surgery and was dying and lost over half her blood. And she talked about being under, you know, I think she was under anesthesia and her body kept her alive. And it brought me back to a time with the birth of my first son when 
my body kept me alive when I was in grave danger as well. And what a beautiful way to look at it. Our body keeps us alive. She gives us the reason for, for being able to have memories and life and breath. And oh, I'm just not doing it justice. You've done such a great job of finding these women who can speak to this issue in such clear, authentic ways. And I'm so grateful. So over this past year, I feel like I've come to a place where I have healed so much. And I'm still working through some issues and some triggers. You know, like, I'm so grateful you continually talk about your journey, too, because it helps me to realize this is normal, that this is something that we have to work through for a long time. Um, But I'm in a so much better place. And as part of my healing, um, I got rid of the scale because I thought this is not serving me at all. And all I'm basing my worth of my body is on these numbers on this little box. So I got rid of my scale. And shortly thereafter, I was surprised by this desire to run. I was like, I really want to run. And I've never really done that before besides like the one mile thing in seventh grade at school doing the, you know, the track and timing it. And I thought, I just want to run for fun to see how it goes. And I've been doing that and I've really loved it. And so I set a goal to run a half marathon this year. It's coming up in three weeks. I'm super stoked. And I'm also so nervous, (laughs) mostly stoked. Um, But about the time that your Lexi Kite podcast came out, that episode, Um, I went to officially sign up for this race and I was surprised as I was signing up that there was a section of the sign up that said, do you want to be in the Athena division? And I didn't know what that meant. Um, Come to find out the Athena division is for women over 160 pounds or more and it divides racers based on their weight, which is so messed up to me. And I was infuriated by seeing that on these signups because I had done so much healing to even come to the point where I like running and had confidence enough to try this. So as a result of that, I wrote this poem, I am not Athena. Would you like to be in the Athena Clydesdale division? My arrow flickers above this line. My eyes scan across it once, twice. Yes, click here. No, click here. I am not a Greek goddess. I am not a draft horse. What kind of a question is this? I consult Google. His words are angry, blaring bright and white and black, just like the scale and her numbers used to be. Google says, Athena runners are overweight women. Two minutes ago, I was confident. I looked up the half marathon page and I started my sign up. Two minutes ago, I was strong, second to childbirth, though above hiking temp is this race. This, besides the babies and the peak, is the hardest physical thing I've ever signed myself up for. 13.1 miles of running. Running. A year ago, a pandemic hit, and while the virus never touched me, a plague was raging strong inside my body, nonetheless. Fat, the disease screamed. Wait, it mocked. Too much, it chortled. Too late, it teased. And then I read a book by Evelyn and Elise, and they helped me open the door and kick out that stupid plague and her voices and her throne, the scale. It's ten months since, and here she is again, knocking at the window, whispering coyly, I can tell you, see my numbers, you're Athena. No, I click, I am not Athena. Do you know my body? The one that warred with angry red tonsils, battling at least nine times, surviving a surgery, living through strep throat at least twice more? After it should have been impossible to get sick again. Do you know my body? She's a babe. Do you know my body? The one that walked a thousand miles across a southern country as I preached God's word. Through heat and sweat I walked with 362 bites across my legs. From a super mosquito and his cousins. Do you know my body? She's a beauty. 
Do you know my body? The one that's carried two baby boys through displaced hips and cysts and loss of blood that pushed her near the brink of death as she birthed them? Do you know my body? She's a warrior. Do you know my body? The one that plods foot after foot, pace after pace for miles through the orchards and she never ever stops. She is royal. She is gorgeous. She is a goddess in embryo. Do you know my body? She's a queen. What number could ever, ever, ever tell you my name? I am not Athena. I am not Athena. I am not Athena. I am Michaela. I am strong and I will run this race. Thanks, Monica, for all that you do and for everyone that contributes to this community and helping us heal our relationship with our bodies. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, Monica and the About Progress community. This is Becky. I had to send in a memo this month because the Honor Your Body theme is something that speaks to my heart and is something also that I struggle with. Um, I have been working in fitness for about 13 years as a group fitness instructor. And during that time, I've had four babies and have had the ups and downs of um, trying to lose weight and trying to, as they say, get my body back uh, after each baby, which I think a lot of women struggle with. And there is a lot of truth to the idea that your body just isn't the same after you've had a baby. Uh, even if you you know, lose the baby weight and become your same weight, your body is changed from that experience, which makes perfect sense because it is such a huge life experience. So as I've struggled over the years with this, um, being a very active person, but also being a larger, more curvy body type, um, it is a struggle because when people look at me, they have no idea what my body can do. Um, so recently, I just this last weekend completed my first triathlon. And there was a lot of training that went into it. A lot of swimming, a lot of biking, a lot of running. Um, and when the day came, I was ready. And even though I was nervous, I knew that I could do it. I knew my body had the capacity to do it. When I was going into the triathlon to get set up, get my bike, you know, put in there and create that staging area, there was a big banner over the entrance to the um, staging area that said, athletes only beyond this point. And it really just hit me because as you look around at a triathlon, there's not a certain body type. There are all body types. There are all ages. There are... Uh, men and women at all different levels of fitness. 
But when it says only athletes be on this point, it made me recognize that to be an athlete and to compete, I needed to be able to do the thing that I had trained to do. And it didn't matter if I did it better or faster than anyone else, that I was an athlete if I could complete the triathlon. Regardless of how my body looked, it didn't matter the size and shape. And when I finished that race, um, along with some of my friends who did it with me, and we all had different times coming out, we've all had different you know, struggles with our body. I think almost every woman on the planet has had a struggle here or there. But it was very transformative to think about focusing on what bodies can do instead of what they look like and how that is honoring our body to focus on what they're able to do and how we're able to experience life through them. So it's kind of pushed me into a new direction. Um, I've always been the type to want to embrace all bodies. And as I have taught group fitness, that's always been my motto and what I have tried to share with all of those who walk in the door to my class. But um, with this recent experience, I think it's just pushed it to a whole new level. So I've loved this month's episodes on honoring the body. And I hope to continue to do more of that and to not get distracted by everything going on um, in our culture that tries to get us to be upset and angry with our bodies and be in a fight because that's really no way to live and we are meant to enjoy the bodies that we have and to take good care of them but also to enjoy. My great-great-grandmothers worked out all day. Their dresses filled with sweat. In making a meal, they burned more calories than they consumed. Now tell me, is that not the best kind of diet to get? I'd bet they fit in 10,000 steps each day, meeting their target heart rate was a breeze, and they cut out all processed foods, sugary treats, and drinks with total ease. Why then were they whiter than their husbands, their roundness plain as day? their skirts around their thick waists, even with no baby on the way. Why then did they have soft stomachs, jiggly arms, and expanding thighs? It's because the world we live in now is selling health as a disguise. My history tells me the truth. My present sadly lies. My future is something that I get to build with my soft stomach jiggly arms, and expanding thighs. This is a story about my body, but not a story of love or acceptance or pride. It's not a story of bravery or feeling free. This is just a story of a woman who finds more truth in the past than in the present. This is a story of a woman who is done listening to the lies. And I hope it's a story about many women who are about to realize it's a blessing for us to have our grandmothers with us in our arms and our stomachs and our thighs. I've grown up with body image issues the majority of my life, which I think many women have. And I determined several years ago to finally come to peace and grow to love my body because she does so much for me. And the key for me in seeing myself as more than a body and overcoming some of those negative 
body image issues is gratitude. I have a gratitude practice for my body on a daily basis. I thank her for what she does for me. I thank her for keeping me alive and allowing me to love my people and be around my family. And I've also started this with my teenage daughter, who I am trying to raise without body shame and without body image issues. And so we talk about regularly, what did your body do for you today? How did she help you live your best life? How did she help you be with your friends and all of those different things that she's involved in? She's an enthusiastic, happy, uh, bright light in this world, and I don't want that to be dimmed by her thinking her body image is ruining that. So I have started that um, gratitude practice with her as well, and I'm so thankful for this practice that has completely shifted my perspective and shifted my negativity toward my body. I now am just living in gratitude for her on a daily basis. Weren't each of those just beyond brilliant? I know they were to me. So thank you again to every single one of these women. Normally, we keep our Dear Progressor notes anonymous, unless you like to say your name at the beginning. But each one of these gave me permission to just say their name because I said said them in the beginning too. So I want to say thank you again to Michaela, to Becky, to Candice, and to Cheryl. And funnily enough, it wasn't until I sat down to record this bit that I realized that every single one of these women have actually been on the podcast before in many capacities, some as like official uh, guests, guests who have promos and, and businesses to share and others who are regular listeners just here to share their story. So Michaela was on this past year. Becky was on with her husband, I think in the first year of the podcast to talk about depression. Candace appeared with her aunt, also named Becky, to talk about mental health. And she and her aunt have a podcast called Common Kindness. And then Cheryl Cardall was on the show, oh, I think a little around a year ago. Um, also an amazing to talk about how to have more compassion, which is really in line with what she says. And her podcast is Fight Like a Mother. And uh, they all have so much to add and contribute. And so do you. And I just want you to feel that way about yourself. As you listen to the women in our community, I want you to anchor into your own strength and your own voice and the many ways that you can and do contribute to our community, yes, but to the community around you, to your home to your friendships, to your families, to your neighborhoods. And I want you to see that you do have something worth saying and worth sharing, and you are worth being listened to. I am going to share soon when our next Dear Progressor episode is, but whenever I don't even wait for me to announce when they are, just get on your phone and and record a voice memo and email it to me at hello at aboutprogress.com. And don't wait for me to announce that, oh, we have another Dear Progressor episode up. Nope. If an episode really hits you in the gut, if you have something to share or something to teach us, a way that you have learned to apply a topic, um, even before you heard it in the, on the show, share it with us. We need your voice in this community. I want to thank you for listening. What an incredible few months we've had and more goodness is coming your way this summer. And I hope that you will Allow me to be along the ride for your many summer plans, even if that is more of the same of what you do during the normal months of the year. I hope that I can be a part of it. Go and do something with what you learned today. And remember, life is about progress, not perfection.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.